0: We can all agree this is the funniest rape episode of all
1: time. <laughs> We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, bits of the road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. gold. Yeah, it is in. C, featuring the VIPs of SBTV Austin G and Dr. DB With our AT&C money Weird TV is their specialty They might be all four or just one, two, or three Cause they're old and kinda busy So go get ready and take a peek So set your phases to download The rarity that we have bestowed Special moments no one would have shown in your body holes cause you're gonna get told. Grab yourself a drink and let's In a
2: very special episode. So. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode podcast where we make jokes about sexual assault. Oh, I'm boy. David Bittenhofer, and the person who just wants to hop on their motorcycle without being accosted is...
3: No one wants Austin <laughs> <laughs> I know, No one wants want to, to, to have race. anything to do with this. We all want to hop on a motorcycle but get exhausted.
2: <laughs> and, and the person who thinks it's just different when it happens to a man is
3: Carolyn
4: Maine. That is definitely true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the person whose bathtub is always filled with jello is <laughs> Brian Alexander Tanner.
3: Alright, that that all
4: did. That all worked out pretty well,
2: but that's strictly for eating, right, Ryan?
3: Yeah, you guys.
0: Oh, I hate Jello. Actually, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah,
4: it's hygienic Jello. Do you have
3: Do you have like bad sexual history with Jello? Is that the problem, Ryan?
0: Um, those are two. I have bad sexual history and I hate Jello, but uh, <laughs> they've never come together. Uh, you guys. I don't know about this one. I'm gonna tell you now. I don't know how this is gonna go.
4: <laughs> You've been warned, uh, audience yeah, Sorry yeah. in advance Probably none of us We're are good enough is... to handle this material Just spiritually pure enough Well, it's
2: really... well, I don't think this show was good enough either yeah. This is gonna be this weird This is gonna be weird because
0: it's, uh, it's a weird moment to be doing it But also in terms of societal yes. double standards And the way that it's treated mm-hmm. And also a lot of things I know about Carol
5: <laughs> Me? Yeah So today,
2: in case you're curious, we'll be reviewing Too Close for Comfort, Season 5, Episode 10. For every man, there is two women.
4: That's also a bad title for it. (laughs) Uh But Too Close for Comfort, it (laughs) does bear fruit. We are much too close, (laughs) and we're only getting closer.
2: Monroe is late for work, and when the Too Close for Comfort family checks on him, they realize he's been out all night. Was he out sowing his wild oats? Well, technically, I guess, but it wasn't willing. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> so Yeah, this is our
3: white this is our white whale.
2: Yes, yes. Is... So who got us this, Austin? Uh we were sent
3: this uh by a listener named Milan Raskovic.
0: Thanks. Wow, thank well, thank you. you. Yes,
3: Milan Raskovic.
0: I'd be curious about uh, where he got
4: it from.
3: Yeah, So, because this was this was like when we first started the podcast, and we were all yeah. like, what do we want to do first? This is what David wanted to do.
4: Male rape. Yeah, I, th- yeah.
0: I
3: thought <laughs> I
4: wanted to do this. Well, if you guys want it, then it's not male rape. <laughs> well, that's, we're yeah. going to talk more yeah, about keep...
0: that. <laughs> um, I guess the question for the episode is, can you rape a man?
4: <laughs> and the answer is yes.
3: Okay, yeah, you, Yo, you can, absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely can.
4: Can you laugh at it for cheap jokes? also yeah. yes well, there we're done we did it <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, i don't know all right well, see you next week so uh, we can yeah. laugh at it for cheap jokes should you mm-hmm. oh
4: wow! Well.
0: well this is a uh, as uh, far as so, i guess we'll evaluate it at the end yeah but this yeah, is a yeah. fucking weird <laughs> episode so this only mm-hmm. aired like one time
2: is that right well, it originally was filmed for, I think, the fourth season, and then they decided not to air it, and then they decided to air it in the fifth season, mm-hmm. but, like, just finding any too close for comfort really doesn't work out well. Oh, okay. Well, it's not, it's not like, on DVD or anything, so I think it's kind of hard to find, and I don't, and it may have been, Austin, I don't know if you have any more information or if we got anything from the orphans, but, uh, we... It may just be that, like once it went to syndication, or just like networks didn't want to air it. Basically, yeah.
3: Basically,
2: oh, you mean this th-
3: This particular episode? You mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. The the crack research team would like to correct you. The first and second season of Too Close for Comfort were released on DVD in uh okay. november of 2004 and june of 2005 respectively from our from our old friends at rhino entertainment oh who, uh, rhino Yep. who, who uh who, who churn out a lot of uh under the radar kind of tv mm-hmm. seasons yep. but uh there are no plans for additional
2: releases And so just... <laughs> yeah because i'm sure they sold like hotcakes <laughs>
3: right though this show uh uh i had the gruel orphans dig into this a little bit because, spoiler alert, I know Jack Squat about this show. Yeah, yeah. Right. let's start
2: with that. Austin, what's your relationship with Too Close for Comfort?
3: Um, I read an AV Club article about very <laughs> special episodes, and it mentioned this one, and I'm done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what were you going to say? But you just read something about it. Yeah, well, okay, that. so here's,
3: so uh, uh this aired on ABC from 1980 to 1983, oh. and then in first-run syndication... From eighty four to eighty seven. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like so Charles like, in charge. Yeah, and this like is Mama's like, family. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like a way. There's like way more to this show than I would have expected in terms of like number of seasons and episodes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in terms uh, of content. Yeah, not in terms of <laughs> content. But so the gist of the show, like the, the premise, is that uh, that Ted Knight from from Mary Tyler Moore show. I mean, it's not the same character, but that's
4: the actor. Yeah, he's um, an old orange man with white hair.
3: Yes, the old orange man with white hair, um, who's not the current president of the United States. Uh, <laughs> he and his, it's him and his wife, Muriel, and they have two adult children. Oh, they and do. That, Those are and their that's, daughters. That's the daughters. And okay. so in like the first episode, and they live in a, how did they they call it? a uh, A two family house. In Cal- so I think that means like a duplex. Is that like a term, Ryan, in California? Mm-hmm. they call them like two family houses?
0: Oh, uh, I haven't heard that.
3: Yeah, we call them duplexes here. But Yeah,
0: we call them duplexes too, because this is in San Francisco, right? They go to the tenderloin? Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. So it's a two-family house, and they basically like rent out one side of the house to somebody, and that person leaves in the first episode. So they, the daughters convince their parents to let them move into the other half of the house and, and that's it like that's the premise
0: oh and that's why it's too close for comfort because their daughter's yeah. living and then who the fuck is monroe
3: i mean i guess it's like everybody loves raymond but instead of them living across the street they live in the same fucking house mm-hmm. um, yeah but that and yeah who... and then monroe is like a friend of one of the daughter's who ends up living there as well. Yeah, they call him a tenant in this.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And so I'm not sure cuz and I from what I gathered from the orphans it's like it's not a romantic thing but they presumably like the two girls in Monroe live in that one half of the house together. So I don't know. And apparently at some point uh they uh they cousin Oliver things up and and the wife has a kid and like it's pregnant, <laughs> has a kid which I'm sure seems kind of weird considering how old
5: Ted Knight is.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's almost as old as the dad in Mr. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good it's, lord, it's that a... was an old dad.
3: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like the 80s sitcoms with these, like, silver-haired guys. Dads? Yeah. Um, and uh, he is apparently the, uh, the Henry, the main character, is a conservative cartoonist who authors a comic strip called Cosmic Cow. Oh, yeah. That is his. Uh, that is his shtick. And apparently, there's a there's a recurring bit where the character is always seen wearing um, like sweatshirts and T-shirts from different colleges. And I noticed there was a couple in this episode where I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's like the college that this character went to. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. apparently they rotate like they change it in like every episode. Oh, it's
0: like, like his Cosby sweater.
3: Yeah, kind of. And I guess the at some point they came up with like an in-universe explanation that like. He never went to college, so he's always like wearing sweatshirts from other colleges. And fans would like send him sweatshirts to try to get him to wear them on the show. And... Huh. This show uh, had fans. Yeah, yeah that was is what I'm saying. Like it ran for like seven years. That's insane.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but once you're in syndication, I think like it's all different. Like ratings aren't as important. Yeah, just... yeah. It, it was. It was
3: apparently propped up uh, for the first few seasons because it was part of, like, the uh, ABC Powerhouse Tuesday night lineup with, <laughs> with uh, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and Three's Company. Oh, is this a Miller Boyette show? Uh, no, it's not. I don't believe that it is. It was developed by Arnie Sultan and Earl Barrett. Hmm. Oh, those guys, yeah. Of yeah, but, I mean, you put a show on with uh, with Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and Three's Company in the early 80s, and, um, you know, rising waters lift all ships kind of I'm sure that that kept it along kept it going for a while. And then in 82 they moved it to Thursday nights where it was in a lineup with Joni Loves Chachi, ah. Star of Star of the Family and It Takes Two, which is why shortly thereafter it moved to first run syndication.
0: <laughs> yeah, none of those shows had legs, right? Right, exactly.
4: Uh,
2: Carolyn
4: Uh, Yeah, like we talked about earlier, this is the white whale of male rape, and we've just been waiting for it. We (laughs) doubted that it was, we couldn't, I got my particular downloading orphan on it, and they couldn't find anything, so I thought, Mm -hmm. ever since we started thinking about a very special episode, I thought that this was going to be hard to find, and it was, until right now. So thank you to our dear listener who sent this in. And, you know, I was very excited to see this because it seems like it wouldn't work at all. And that's kind of how I ended up feeling about it, too.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, you have no at- extra relationship with the show at all.
4: Right. No, I don't recognize any of these people, even though we have watched a Mary Tyler Moore together. <laughs> and uh, no, no, no feelings at all. The The theme song did take me back to that place in time. Very twinkly, yeah. simple. <laughs>
0: Watching this show sometimes in the summer.
2: Oh, so you're our expert? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, in the afternoons. <coughs> well, I'll be honest with you.
0: When we got the episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, too close for comfort." And then it, the the theme came on, and I realized that I thought it was uh, "One Day at a Time" was what Ooh. it was. The show I got it mixed up. It was I thought Schneider was going to be the guy who got raped? Ooh. So it's almost it's
3: almost like there were a lot of sitcoms in the '80s with uh, vague. Similar titles that don't tell you much about them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I have a vague recollection of seeing this show a couple times. Uh, I remember Monroe and I remember, uh, the opening and stuff, but it's about, I probably haven't watched it since I was like seven years old. And, uh, I think that's all I have to share about it. (laughs) You guys, uh, and gal, sorry.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Watch that. Uh, I feel like, wait, I want to say something about that. I feel like guys has is, is generally a gender neutral <laughs> term, which is probably not right. My friend Jeanette, who's also a teacher, said something that I related to deeply where she was like, yeah, I notice when I'm teaching, I become Southern for a second because I find myself saying y'all instead of guys because yeah. I don't want to offend anybody. But it's like guys is so effective and I feel weird saying guys? y'all
5: is
4: becoming I mean, gender neutral and it's mostly yeah. in the west coast as well and uh, I allow for anyone to have reservations about it but I use it as gender neutral all the time I feel like I am a guy I'm not yeah, a man yeah. but I'm a and, guy and it's okay if people don't but language is malleable and I feel like mm-hmm. dudes and guys is well, going to land on one, gender one neutral one of the one
3: of the great failings of the English language is that one we don't that. have a plural yeah one of the many yeah. we don't have a we don't have a plural you mm-hmm. like yeah. in like, in yes, other languages, is. they have a word, you know, that that indicates that you are talking, you are saying, like, you, a large group of you, not just you, the specific individual.
0: Well, what about motherfuckers?
3: The closest English has is,
5: uh, <laughs> is y'all
3: and motherfuckers. Yeah, Women Both can are... fuck mothers, too.
2: I know yeah but motherfuckers is offensive to people without mothers.
4: right. both are both are problematic <laughs>
3: in their own ways.
4: Well, it works for Ryan because a woman fucks your mother.
0: Thank you, Carol. I'll picture that right? right now.
4: <laughs> this is how this, this is how I'm helping.
0: I don't need a visual with your <laughs> fingers, Carol.
5: <laughs>
4: Thank for narrating that to the audience because they not
0: can't... consensual. You can hear the sounds of her hands this... hitting together.
4: My hands are consensually scissoring right now, but...
0: Those are my mom's... Your fingers are... Oh, all
5: right. <laughs> Yay, yeah, 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 I broke Ryan! Yay! Here, Carol, see this? This is your Car-
0: dad's dick.
4: Oh, right here. Oh, finger. shit. Here,
3: Car- on Carol's on raping hole
2: Ryan's hole mind mirror. right now. I don't know what's going on. There's a Star Trek episode we could watch about that, but...
4: Let's cue that
0: up
3: next.
0: I'm not watching any more stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done Well
3: Ryan you're you're in luck because I'm pretty sure This is the only episode of any TV show ever that deals with male rape
0: Yeah, yeah. let's no more sexual misconduct For a while how about
2: Let's so, take, a, okay. break it. Let's take <laughs> a little
0: break from it You know
2: <laughs> So do you So I was going to say Do any of you remember the I Love the 80s on VH1 Oh I yeah mean, sure but I didn't watch it because I
4: didn't have cable But yeah I remember
2: it Yeah I mean for people who don't know it was like a mini series is like 10 episodes an hour long and it just went through each year of the 80s and they had comedians on who kind of like made fun of different topics and stuff and then i think it ended up going like there's three different iterations of it and by the third time i think they're running out of things in that particular year to like uh talk about yeah it may have been in the second or third one that they and of course i was just eating them up so it was like either in the second or third one they decided to bring this one up in whatever year it came out and so that's how I've been introduced to Close for Comfort is it was a show that they talked about and I Love the 80s that involved male rape. And then on "I Love I Love the 80s, they just made fun of the idea of male rape being a problem. Like, it was almost <laughs> like they're perpetuating the problem that the show was trying to talk about. Like, I was wondering. like, "I can't rape a man," you know? Like, what's going on here? What a stupid show! This episode perpetuates the problem.
4: Yeah, and this podcast on this episode is probably also going to perpetuate <laughs> the problem. We're not up know. to the task,
3: David. Uh, just just for your own edification, uh, this was discussed in I love the '80s Strikes Back.
5: Oh, okay, sure. so that was the second in their, iteration in their
3: night in their 1980 episode from
5: 2003.
2: Mm. Okay, and they actually had the actor who played Monroe talking about it. I remember that. He what
4: did like, he have to say?
2: He was just like, ah, oh, it was ridiculous." Basically, like <laughs> they play a clip of this, and then he about how he got assaulted. He's like, "What? How? How does that even happen? That he can't didn't happen."
4: Remember it? Was he one of those guys? He didn't no, remember. I was it?
5: Like, saying,
0: He was like, yeah, I remember
2: cashing
4: that check. (laughs) 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 On the memo, it said, male rape. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes. And it had ducks on it.
2: So, yeah, my relationship with the show is just, it's that show that had the male rape episode. And I've never seen anything, which is why I started watching it. And I'm like, I don't even know who any of these people are or what their relationship is. Yeah, that's hard.
0: I've noticed as we're kind of going through different shows all the time that,
5: Mm -hmm.
2: not being acclimated
0: to the show at all is a little bit tricky in some shows it's just like a house and you're like oh that's the husband and wife and sometimes it's really clear yeah Uh, and sometimes like with this i was like are those his kids or why is why does everyone always have a blonde and a brunette daughter too i've noticed that
3: that um ryan it's genetics that's that's how it works (laughs) yeah you get you get get one you get one of each oh they take turns i'm pretty sure that's science
4: Oh well, it's funny not knowing who anyone is in the episode cuz I'm just like titillated by male rape. So it plays the opening <laughs> and then you see that old dude and I'm like he's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it kind of happens. So
2: yeah. yeah. He does.
3: Yeah, I know I made a note at one point I was like are 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 these their are, are these girls their kids? Is this like are they like seniors with adult children? Because that's what this looks like, and I guess it kind of is. So yeah,
0: because yeah, I couldn't tell if they were just their tenants that they were kind of protective of, or yeah. like uh, I, wow. I couldn't tell. I mean, they look. Oh, I
2: mean, we'll get to it. Go on.
0: And then at the end of the credits, Ted Knight falls off the couch, and that was yeah. just not a good. Yeah, apparently ball, uh, that's the, really the,
3: not gold the, material. The, <laughs> Gruel Orphans told me about how, uh, uh, apparently a recurring gag early in the season was that whenever he would go into the side of the house that his daughters lived in, they would have, like, ultra-modern furniture, and he couldn't, like, sit on it correctly and would consistently fall off of it. Oh. And, um...
2: Hilarious.
3: Because apparently it didn't take much to make us laugh back in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs>
5: simpler times.
0: There's only, like, four channels. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that's why I watched this show
2: ever because it just was on. Yeah. You had to be a special kind of bad for just no one to decide to watch that you you were worth no TV at all. And... <laughs> uh, all right, should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So it's not we...
3: what Monroe said to those two ladies,
4: right? <laughs> Step one: establish consent.
2: Uh huh. Uh, so we start in the kitchen. And the phone rings and it turns out that Monroe, and then at the time I'm like, I assume that's just some guy, but I don't know.
5: It Uh, was. It was some guy. He lives with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He hasn't shown up for work. And so then they decide to go check on him and they go to his bedroom, which seems like an invasion of privacy, but whatever. And they determine that he hadn't even come home for the night. And they're like, his bed is still made. Do any of you guys make up your bed? Never in my
4: life.
3: (laughs) Every morning.
4: Do you uh, really? What? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it.
0: I should have guessed.
4: Do you think you're better than me, Austin? Well, yeah, but not because I make my bed. <laughs> yeah.
3: okay, That's, okay. It's
0: on the list, but it's yeah, a long I mean, list. Yeah, there's,
3: there's other reasons, Carol. Yeah. Uh Yeah, not like every morning, but uh, I mean, I'm not like neurotic about it, but if I mm-hmm. have the time, yeah, I make my mm-hmm. bed. Damn. <laughs>
2: I'm forced to make my bed every morning.
3: Yeah, David doesn't get sex if he doesn't make his bed. I was gonna
0: say, on the subject of men doing things against their will, I wanted to congratulate our host, David Bitzenhofer, on his recent
2: engagement.
4: Pending nuptials in the DBZ. Sorry,
5: ladies.
2: (laughs) I I know. I'm sure there's many heartbroken ladies out there across the country. You can still
4: send your letters uh, of your fanfiction before David gets hitched. You have like a little window.
0: It's true. We should have like a competition for David's Mm -hmm. bachelor party or something. (laughs) (laughs) We should do a live episode at David's wedding.
2: Yeah.
4: We really (laughs) should. We should get housed.
3: I mean... It would be a very special episode of it our would. lives. It would.
4: I can, like, like, steal a golf cart, right? That's what happened. Yeah.
0: We wedding. should be like, wait, enough of these vows. Let's watch this episode
4: where Urkel <laughs> builds a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I object until we watch Urkel build a robot.
2: Uh, yeah. We'd have to watch a very special wedding episode, wouldn't we? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
4: Urkel oh, marries the yeah. robot. Yeah. They
2: never
0: got married because the show got canceled before, oh, right shit. when they, as they got engaged.
3: <laughs> Thankfully, there's plenty of other sitcoms that have weddings in them.
2: Wait, in did Urkel and Laura get engaged?
0: They did, yeah. They're engaged oh, yeah, for the that's... last handful of episodes. That's terrible. I know. Yeah. You're telling me.
2: <laughs> All right. Anyways, back so, to the... So, I just so
0: want to apologize to every woman who listens to our podcast about your current heartbreak.
5: Yeah.
4: Sorry, ladies. You had your chance. You did. <laughs> we all should have tried harder.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so two things, David. First of all, you you, you mentioned that uh, it's an invasion of privacy that they, like, blew up into his bedroom. Let's just say that's the least invasive <laughs> bit of privacy yeah. invasion Monroe will be experiencing this episode, and it's uh, merely a warm up. Yeah, uh, you mentioned that they that they answer the phone, but neglected the fact that they have some weird ass old timey phone. Oh yeah, on, like, an extendable accordion arm, and that's yeah. just a thing <laughs> that's in this episode without comment. And I'm like, what the fuck is that all about?
0: Well, stuff like that. I when we come in so late on these shows, this is like season yeah. four or five.
3: Five, yeah.
0: So I feel like when we see a thing like that and no one comments on it, it it must be an established like that's their
3: phone, you know? Yeah, it just it felt very specific, yeah. You uh, know, in, in a way that nothing else in this episode did. Like if yeah. it was a, like, oh, they are they have like old-timey stuff all throughout their house or whatever like okay whatever it's just like here's this one weird random thing in their house and that's yeah i feel like there's
0: a bit around that though because he's at the drafting table like i feel like that's his phone he i have like a vague memory i could be wrong but i feel like that's more our fault that we don't know what that is
3: i'm sure it is i'm just commenting that like coming into this cold there's just like a weird telephone that
0: yeah Remarkable. So what we're going to do, Austin, is we're going to watch every episode of Too Close For
2: Comfort. <laughs> and
3: figure you out see. what the deal with that damn phone is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so we, the one of the ways they deduce that uh, Monroe has not been home all night is that one of the daughters came home at, like, 3.30 a.m., apparently. And the dad gets all upset, and at the time, I'm like, I wasn't sure what the ages of these daughters were. I mean, they looked older, but you don't know. What's the yeah, you never know with of, TV,
5: yeah. So no I'm idea. like,
2: oh, are they, like, high school or college age? Mm. But I think they're adults, so, like, he should just stay out of their business if she wants I believe, to, like come home with three. I believe
3: the brunette is, like, a full-fledged adult with a job, and I think the blonde is in college. All right. Either way, she's an adult, and they live in a, the other yeah. half of the house, and whatever, she can come home wherever she wants to. That's
4: why you don't live with your parents, though. Too close for comfort, (laughs) am I right, you guys?
3: (laughs) I knew a guy who was
0: 30 and lived with his mom, and he was always like, ah, and then she checks my phone, and she does this. And I'm like, don't live with your mom. (laughs) My mom can't check my phone because she doesn't pay for my phone.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) She's not allowed. I can just leave. (laughs) If she's giving me a hard time, I just go home.
2: Pretty much. You're so mean to your mom. Right? I'm
0: really nice to my mom. I just don't live at her house and ask her to pay for my phone.
2: <laughs> uh, so Monroe does come in pretty quickly and he's all disheveled. And at first I thought he was a police officer, but I think we'll be later learn he's like a mall security guard.
5: So yes. I couldn't
4: like be nice. I was meaner than the soundtrack this whole episode. Like I laughed before <laughs> they told me it was okay. Yep.
5: I laughed yeah. as soon
4: as Monroe came in disheveled because he has like you know, like the 80s mullet a little bit, perm hair. And <laughs> he looks like a stripper cop because his tie is undone and his pants are tucked in bad. And I'm like, he's definitely the one who got well, raped. And then I laugh plus at him. It's, it's terrible. Plus it's right. the
3: early 80s, so everything is like super tight clothing wise. Yes.
4: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Did anybody yeah, else I... felt themselves just leering at Monroe very unsympathetically? Well, nothing about
2: this episode garners sympathy. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's one of its many failings. Yeah. Because they ask him where he was, and he says he was, quote, tied up last night. But, but
1: Monroe, you didn't come home last night.
2: I know,
3: uh, I, um,
2: uh, I was tied up. Waka <laughs> waka. Uh, but he meant in the literal sense. And, I don't know, sometimes throughout this episode, not even the studio audience could muster up a pity laugh for what was going on <laughs> here. It's a, well,
3: yeah, and well, had awkward was...
4: chuckles the whole time.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And then there's times where they laugh way harder at stuff than they should be, and I assume it's just because they're, like, super relieved to have an obvious laugh point, that they're like, yeah. oh my god, I'm gonna let it all out here.
2: They're like, I just wanted to come and check out how a sitcom's made, and now I'm sitting through a very uncomfortable yes. male rape episode. <laughs> well,
0: and the thing is, is that I, I think even the people who made the episode didn't ever take a definitive stance on male rape. Yeah, it sort of a little bit Suggests like maybe you should be more sim- There's some double standards around this Or you should be more sympathetic But also every description of the rape And every incident surrounding it Is it all played for laughs Like every single right. time There's never a serious moment There's never a point where they're really like No seriously this guy got raped We should maybe <laughs> treat it like I... He was violated
2: Yeah
3: Do they ever even say rape? No
2: no, I don't I'm think
3: pretty because so. I mean like they they dance around like maybe when he's talking to the cop at some point, but I'm pretty sure that they just they never come right out yeah. and say that well, what happened he, he got
2: raped. Well, like the daughters are confused at what's going on when he kind of explains and then the dad like dances around, he's like
5: Does anyone know what's going on here? I think I
1: do. Those two women were attracted to Moreau. They desired him and helped themselves.
5: Yeah, yeah. They, they
3: all had a they all had a really hard time, like just wrapping their heads around like the concept of rape. Mm-hmm. And then even when he explained it, he did so without using that word to the point where I wrote down, like, can they not say rape on TV? Like, maybe not actually, especially that FCC thing in, in eighty five mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. It's
0: possible.
2: Yeah, there's there's the obvious sexist joke they start out with, which is like, he says he was kidnapped. And it was like, oh, how many men was it? Was it like a biker gang? And it was like, oh, it was just two. Women. Ah,
3: <laughs> women. Women can't kidnap a man.
4: I mean, let's be honest that the amount of female on male rape in real life, I believe, maybe a lot of it is suppressed statistics because we treat it so so frivolously. But also, there's a lot less women just kidnapping men from their motorcycles at the night. <laughs> well, well, yeah! at
2: well, I mean... Uh,
4: Statistically, so... then you, the most if, rape is people who know each other. And then yeah. usually it's men on women. And if, like yeah. a stranger rape from the kidnapping in the night. I think there's well, well, as many as those as there are episodes about those more. I maybe. would say that I if, I I heard,
0: if I heard that a man got raped... My assumption would be that a man raped him.
4: Generally, yeah. yeah. Like well, I, I truly
0: right. in my life have never heard a story of a man telling me a woman raped him, yeah. or even
4: I've, I've never heard, heard, heard that. About that. Usually, it's like though it's statutory or like child mm. abuse.
2: Well, that's where yeah. there's like all sorts of weird categories sure. and stuff that, like, sure. how you define rape as opposed to sexual assault, as opposed to like. Uh, sexual harassment then, yeah sexual harassment sorry i just couldn't think of the yeah comment. yeah you know there's like all these like levels of basically sexual abuse that you can do yeah and no i got a
0: buddy that got sexually harassed by his woman boss at work yeah. last year like that does happen Ooh. and it's hard to talk about i mean it's always hard to talk about but get him also,
4: on let's skype him in
0: i don't think he wants where... to talk about
4: it <laughs> a real thing that happened well yeah him. that's that's, fair. that's really
3: fair to yeah to your point carol it, it's Hugely underreported, yeah. Because I yeah. mean, like, like male and female rape is hugely underreported relative to how often mm-hmm. it happens for a lot of really terrible reasons. That's um, true too. But male rape is even more underreported because of just all of the the connotations that come with it and, and things like this episode that just play it for laughs and all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, according to the uh, the Gruel Orphans who if they had parents would have had to sign a waiver for them to research this information. Yeah, are they old um, enough? Okay. Well, but I mean, they're orphans, so whatever. Yeah, no one cares. Various studies have found that roughly 10% of men have reported that they were raped. Uh, it doesn't break out how much yeah. it is, male-on-male versus male-on-female, but of 10% course... 10% of uh, all men? Yeah.
5: Wow. Yeah. much That's more prevalent than you would think. And it's probably oh, yeah.
3: more pre- relevant than that. It's higher than that, but it just goes so unreported, particularly yeah. particularly when you get into cases with um, people in like long term relationships, marriages, things like that. I mean, oh, you know, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's um, pretty much well accepted by decent people that. Uh, Know, a wife can be raped by her husband, and it oh, yeah, mm-hmm. to, you know it can go the other way as well. And yeah. that's the kind of thing that's less likely to get reported, or or you know, referencing statistics and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't matter that you're getting
2: married, David. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not going to save you. No. no, I understand. No, there's. So I tried to do a little bit of research, and I found a Slate article. <laughs> do you have they, do you
3: have rape stats like you did okay. caffeine stats? Uh, I know. <laughs>
2: Well, they said they, in asking 40,000 households about rape and sexual violence, the survey uncovered that 38% of incidents were against men. Oh, wow. And then, of course, you don't know how that's meant. And they said, like, it just sounds like it's like reporting is just such a mess because they mm-hmm. said when those cases were taken, like the rates of con- non-consensual sexual contact was basically 101.27 million women and one point two six seven million men. So it's wow. almost like equalized depending on like what stat you look like yeah. look at. And then they said forty six percent of male victims reported a female perpetrator in one survey.
4: Alright. So women are taking that back. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you I know
2: like then I did see what Austin said that it was like ten percent men, so I think there's just a lot of Yeah incidents and of course i think people don't take the idea of woman on man rape as seriously because they believe you'd ha- a man would have to be willing basically well but, right
0: i think but there's he- a different level of humiliation like i think that rape yeah. is humiliating you're being robbed of your humanity and it's mm. hard to talk about for that reason no matter who you are mm-hmm. but uh, it's yeah. different i'm not gonna say it's worse or better yeah, or, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. not gonna use the word better at do all do but um, I but being a man who's raped by a woman and that this almost sort of in a fucked up way kind of addresses it.
2: Yeah. But, um, do, but then they make fun of it too. Like, right. They, yeah. It's almost like they're like, Oh, men don't want to come forward. Cause they think they will be laughed at. And then the whole episode laughs at that. Right. Laughs. laughs yeah. At be raped and right. Like, yeah. Oh, you just, you're part of the problem now. Yeah. I guess I'd say both in any case of rape, the, it's very difficult for the victim to come forward. Yeah. It just yeah. It, There's just different reasons for that, depending on the situation. But it'll always... It's just... Yeah, it's no good.
3: <laughs> uh,
5: but uh, I will
0: say, Carol, that at any point in my life where I felt sexually threatened by a man, whatever women I was with thought it was pretty funny.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Redact my laugh. From my track please i'm being, uh, let, I'm let being earnest the, right now that's valid and you know what the funny part probably is is because we don't talk about it enough and so then when it does happen we have the nervous giggles like hmm. the poor audience members who went to see a sitcom and get to watch this episode yeah. on Mill rape next to their mother or well, whoever they brought in with
0: it too like i that's talked like, to a woman i was in a relationship yeah. about it and i uh, my my take on it has always been that women are like I feel like that all the time. Yeah So I don't really want to hear about right. it that you feel yeah. like that's, that That's man. all they're
3: almost laughing because they're like, Oh it's adorable. We we feel that way all the time.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party, honey. And that's yeah. not fair. And none right. of rape culture. Right. No rape is fair. And mm-hmm. I wish Yeah, there's Ryan there's when nothing you, about rape yeah. culture
3: that's fair. So it is that's true. Yeah.
4: and I wish when you discussed yours, you were treated more gently, and I wish that it didn't happen to you. And but you Carol, we are giggling. It was, giggling. You. It was <laughs> not. Take that it back. Was. I it was. no certainly. Excuse me. We went that was to Rooster Rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> this is not true. It was David oh, in a wig. Now,
0: now you're a denier.
4: I I have certainly never. When you you got roo-
0: anybody i know and- haven't raped anyone carol that's well, not what
4: i'm even talking about hey, let's just move on and
3: yeah, now i'm confused this i know isn't even
4: a thing it's it's a red herring uh did carol but-
3: slap you on the ass until you, you did a good <laughs> job
4: no we went
0: to rooster rock where there's uh, you can hang out in the summer and there's a lot of gay men lurking <laughs> And oh, they, Carol
2: was the one who laughed at you. Yeah, and one. I was like, oh. that guy
0: was really scheming on me, and it made me feel creeped out. And Carol was like, Poof, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: "Well, I mean, that sounds pretty true."
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that that, that story checks out. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> well,
3: that's that's we very much sh- that's very much the sound of a welcome to my world all day, yeah. every day.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we you had know. this
0: healing exchange. <laughs>
4: That's what the gay guy said in the bushes yeah. at you, and then I laughed. I mean, left. the real
0: the real person we should have a problem with is that guy in the bushes. Yeah, <laughs>
4: you know, I could have been more supportive. It's just the the idea of talking to my friends for support about being latched on. It's just it's foreign, and it's yeah. good to unpack. Yeah. You know, well, even, we all could do better, yeah, a lot better.
2: When I when I watched this episode, and then we we're about to, and I think about things we'd have to talk about it. it, it yeah it felt like you could just suddenly dive into like all lives matter territory. Sure. And, and that's not what you want either. Like I'm like, this is a real problem and I think it needs to be addressed, but at the same time you can't do it as in like, oh, what are women complaining about? It happens to men too. That's and- a <laughs> great
4: point. And usually yeah. that happens when somebody brings up a rape statistic about women as mm-hmm. the person, mm-hmm. the, the survivors, because then yeah. someone's like, oh, men get raped too. And then you're like, Shut the fuck up, buddy. Because we were talking about something, so it's yeah, nice right. to have this it one becomes, chance to talk about male rape for once. It becomes well, like a
3: a both sides ism or a yes. what ism, yeah. and that just wrecks everything. Well, yes. I want
0: to I want to say something else about that too. Because I've had like my ass grabbed by women in public or whatever, or I've had
3: women. Da. Do... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm trying. Jealous,
2: Austin. Yeah. <laughs> every time I walk out, women are whistling at me.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you about a bad experience I had without everyone laughing?
4: <laughs> everyone get your um, giggles out. <laughs> so I'm
0: sorry, Ryan. Was, the,
5: yeah. the,
0: the times women have done shit that was not cool to me. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't feel good. But also, there's not. It's not systemic. So it's not yeah. like right. I'm like, right. oh, a woman grabbed my ass at a bar and like. I live in this swirl of that happening constantly or no one wants yeah, to believe right. me or whatever. And it's also true that I could probably kick that
2: woman's ass if I had to. Yeah. So it's other, like, like you're not afraid of not being able to get out of the situation if you need
3: to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't Which and it doesn't happen so often that like the next time you're just hanging out at a crowded bar, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, Oh crap, is some woman gonna grab my ass? Because Yeah. Yeah. For every, for every time that does happen, there's countless times where it doesn't happen, and so, like you said, it's not systemic in the same way. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really
0: like, happened like twice ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I just want to say that I understand that as well.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: that's yeah. But <laughs> uh, what's I can't think. <laughs> Ted Knight, Monroe. Oh. No, not yeah. Monroe. Yeah. Ted Let's Knight. just not talk about this Mr. episode Rush. anymore. Let's just talk <laughs> Mr. about Rush. rape. Let's Mr. Rush it finds it hard to believe that Monroe could have been raped because of his security guard training. And <laughs> I want to know what the <laughs> fuck kind of security guard training this guy thinks Monroe had. Well, you know, I used to be hey. a security guard. Did you get anti-rape
4: training?
0: Me? Yeah. No, I just got high all the time on the
2: roof <laughs> of the building.
4: Alan's- like, you're pretty vulnerable.
2: Yeah, he, he was in a vulnerable position at that point. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you don't know what could have been. Uh, well, there's a non-joke that happens that he's like...
5: You were kidnapped by two women? Well,
3: I was at a great disadvantage with only one leg on the ground.
5: Where was your other leg?
3: In midair. <laughs> I was just getting on my motorcycle when they struck. They grabbed you from behind? From underneath. <laughs>
2: Resistance could have proved
5: fatal.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the joke was. Like, yeah, <laughs> he was getting on his motorcycle and they grabbed him from underneath, and that was funny for some reason. I, think I mean, like
4: that's really funny because or... they'd have to like <laughs> hide underneath his body. Yeah, that is. True. And they waited till his leg was open, which like is you know not necessary to male rape. You don't need his legs open, mm. but I mean, you could start. I don't know. Like, you it's... know. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, you know, clearly, uh, <laughs> I kind of really want to just see this from the perpetuators' point of view. I want to see those ladies grab him in the night. It's. Yeah.
0: Well, you see them. I mean, spoiler alert, but you see them. Also, uh, maybe we'll wait till these women show up. But I think we're gonna talk about fat shaming a little bit too. Oh yeah, yeah,
3: there's yeah. Well, Well, we we do
2: learn from his description that the ladies were large. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, there's a big one
4: and a little one. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and and the big one sat on him and broke his
4: beeper. Yeah, and everyone yes. laughs and ho- at beepers. Yeah, there's like a lot holds- of really
0: hearty laughs about his beeper, and I don't know <laughs> why.
3: Well, again, is. I think they're just happy to have something it's a double like-
2: entendre. Is
3: yeah. it?
4: What's a yeah. beeper? What would that it's be? It's his equipment. His
0: penis. His yeah. beeper. Yeah. yeah. Am, am, uh, is that like calling a duplex a two-story?
3: <laughs>
5: okay. No, it's,
3: it's uh, you know they broke my beeper. It Has a there's some weird sexual yeah. innuendo there i don't know plus it seemed trouble. like
4: early in history to have a beeper well his beeper his yeah. beeper
3: was like three and a half size times the size of like a mobile phone at the time so <laughs>
4: don't size shame beepers awesome <laughs> oh, that's
3: true right. yeah. hashtag not all beepers
2: <laughs> yeah so basically we learned that they forced themselves on him and you know that happened, and then oh so yeah that's where monroe says the women desire or mr rush says that the women desired monroe and helped themselves to him and everyone laughs at that too because yeah, that's, that's didn't that's even our, know what to laugh at. that's our exactly. that's
3: our joke line that carries us into the commercial break <laughs> <laughs> the
4: the commercial breaks are really funny in this because they leave on it's super bummer they have light laps and then it's you know mm-hmm. that little do 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 do
2: yeah yeah they go in because monroe just nods shamefully and that's hilarious
4: (laughs) i didn't like that shame nod it was
2: uh we come back to the kitchen and the daughters are basically saying a man can't be raped basically because he can't rape the willing is what they're uh trying to imply because he
4: has to have a boner
2: yeah traditionally I w- they, they, they dance around the, the mm-hmm. saying that exactly but i did want to bring that up because so what happens
0: is monroe's in a parking lot and two women pick him up in a van and blindfold him and take him back to a place and they both fuck him yeah and do you know how much it would cost to make that happen
4: uh what do you mean cost
0: nothing um.
4: <laughs> like you could pick up a dude at a bar, or do you mean like to film the scene? Or?
0: What I mean is that it sounds kind of like a man's sex fantasy. Oh yes, uh, I see, yeah. I
4: see. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. With the Jello in the tub.
0: Well, that I don't yeah, like that... Jello, so.
4: <laughs> Not your fantasy. It'd be a tub full of hamburgers, maybe. Oh my well, that's God! <laughs> well, you guys,
0: hold on, I'll be right back.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, that's where they play they play the fact that his attackers are traditionally unattractive women for laughs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then at the same time you wonder if they're also trying to under, well... underline how this how it was like how it was rape because he wasn't attracted to them, but then that also then suggests an even worse connotation, which is like, if they were attractive and he just grabbed them, they just grabbed him and threw him in a van, it wouldn't have been rape, because he would have been like, whoa, who cares what these strangers want? They're thin supermodel types. Well,
2: that might have been true. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it was, it's kind of an important point. Like, in my mind, one of the few things they got right was making him non-traditionally attractive. Because, like, I remember, I think it was even you, Carolyn, who posted oh, something Oh,
4: me like, again. Jeez. Yeah. No, it wasn't <laughs> like that. It was just, like, on
2: Facebook <laughs> or something, but it was... No, it was like, like, oh, women are getting revenge on men or something by catcalling them as they're walking down the street. Oh, yeah. But then the women were, like, you know, supermodels. Yeah. And so, it, like, kind of defeats the purpose, because, like, most guys are just like, I'd love it if these women were catcalling me and stuff, and it's like... Well the point is most guys who are catcalling you know have the gut out you know over their belt and just aren't interesting to the women and thus despite you know, what they it, may think yeah and so it gets sick when like it's you know you get sick of it when people you just aren't interested in at all not attractive at all are all you know, you're trying to like get on top of you and stuff
5: like right. like if you're attra-
2: if you're attracted to the person then you want it but you most of the time it's not but uh, so,
0: if you're an attractive man you can't go around like hey let me break my dick off in your ass
2: like you <laughs> can't oh, probably not you can't right, because yeah, that becomes yeah, an unattractive be like, thing oh, to that do. Ass.
0: Ah, like that doesn't work for and, anyone you're not supposed to do it no matter how attractive you are
4: right and that's the thing
2: I'm saying, but if you were actually attracted to a woman and a woman finds that attracted, then that works. What I'm trying, I guess my point is, is like when men try to put themselves in the place of women, they're always imagining women they're attracted to
4: doing it. Right. And uh, men are attracted to a lot more women than women are attracted yeah, exactly. to men. Yeah, that's true. So it's yeah. a bit loaded and it's there's a bit to unpack mm-hmm. there. It, but at least we didn't have, me, like, leering babes, like some babes out of Married with Children who raped these dudes. That would have been a different it, kind of problematic, I guess. It
2: reminds me of the movie, uh, what was it, Horrible Bosses? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where one of the characters is getting, like, sexually harassed by Jennifer, by Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. And, yeah. of course, it's just played for laughs because everyone would be like, I'd love it if Jennifer Aniston would sexually harassing me. And it's like, well, that's not how it usually actually works in the workplace where... Hens are going after you, you know.
4: And even if a woman is attractive, she can still be a creep. Oh, no.
2: Right. I I mean, yeah, even I'm mean, definitely saying that.
3: even if Jennifer Aniston literally was your boss, and you are attracted to her, you can still feel violated by her sexually harassing you. Because Absolutely. Because it's about power True. and not sex. Right, right
2: I know, right. but when, I'm saying when a man puts himself in that situation, they don't sure. think like that. Sure. Well, of course not, yeah. Like, if they were actually in the situation, they might end up understanding it a bit differently than right when right. they think about so it. So yeah,
3: as much as they, as much as they sort of danced around the whole, like, this was rape that happened to him in the previous scene, they just, like, lay it all out there in this one, all of the, like, lame arguments for why men can't get raped, and yeah. how this is and, a thing that yeah, doesn't they've... exist, and.
2: They're basically saying it's not serious. This is where they say the line, it's just different when it happens to a man. Mm-hmm.
0: They say somehow it just doesn't seem as serious when it happens to a man.
2: I can't believe what I'm hearing. What kind of double standard is this?
5: It's not a double standard. Oh,
1: yes, it is. You three are always talking about equal rights, and now suddenly only women are attacked? If it happens to a man, he's a, he's a willing participant?
4: But Monroe did say he cooperated.
1: Well, he was prisoner. He was threatened. He had no choice. I suppose you feel those two women shouldn't be prosecuted. Oh, no, no. Of course they should
5: be prosecuted. If they're really guilty. What do you mean if
2: they're guilty? Of course they're guilty. Oh, honey, come on. Don't get excited. I'm not excited.
1: (laughs) I'm just annoyed. That you refuse to believe that Monroe was a victim of a crime,
5: Dad. It's not that we don't believe it, but but somehow it, it just doesn't seem as serious when it happens to a man. Uh, well, don't ask me why. It, it just doesn't.
2: Which is a weird thing to say because that's suggesting it can happen to a man. It's just not that big a deal. I guess <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, like
3: it's not even denying that it could happen, but that yeah. if it does happen, it's just not as big a deal. And that's
0: well. Kind of... I mean, I do. Th- think that again because of systemic stuff I mean I think if this happened you would feel pretty fucked up but I don't know if it would be as bad as it would be for a woman I mean I have I haven't been on either side of this
2: so I don't know yeah well I think when you talk about this part of it, I mean keep in mind he's kidnapped too like yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's a power be, thing you know? it's
3: not a sex thing
2: yeah you
3: know he it's it's he had his his like Power over his own life and, like, ability to just get home without having sex (laughs) taken away from him. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you know, he's, like, tied up or whatever and (laughs) thrown into the back of a van. Like, no matter what happens after that, that's just traumatic in and of itself. But
0: it's like, if you got kidnapped by two women and they took you to their apartment they just, like, change you to the radiator and you just couldn't go anywhere for 12 hours and they let you go. Or if they both fucked you, which would be worse?
4: Well, do you get out sooner if you fuck?
0: No, it's twelve hours either way.
4: Okay, huh? I mean, you guys answer this is a you question.
3: <laughs> I feel like I, the, I feel like the sex thing would be worse.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Fair
2: enough. I feel like they're probably not like the most delicate of lovers either. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be focused on my needs in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was tender when they, re- <laughs>
4: yeah. you know? they well, broke his I, I beeper. Mean, yeah, did break his paper.
2: And I'm not saying I
3: necessarily would be thinking through the full ramifications of this at the time, but like, how often have they done this? What else, you know, are they clean? Yeah, um,
0: that's true. He probably gets some STDs out of this. Did,
3: uh, <laughs> did, did he use a con? Did they put a condom
2: on him? Yeah. Is yeah. he gonna have a baby? You know, are they gonna show up? <laughs> his love child.
4: <laughs> Nine months
3: later, this lady comes back and is like, "Here's the kid that was conceived when I raped you." Mm-hmm. Like. It's, His uh, name is
4: Rape Baby.
3: Yeah. I mean, There's some heavy stuff there. Your baby.
0: You really get a sense, too, when you see them that they're like, this is just business as usual for them. Well, like, right. Oh, well, so- well, yeah, because <laughs>
4: they start to try to rape the old dude who draws cartoons for Breitbart. Without hesitation,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: It's going to be a
4: heck of an article.
3: Just just yeah, remember so, Carol, back in 1980 conservatives weren't quite yet the monsters they are now.
5: That's he what kinda, they want he's you got them.
2: Like I said, like so he's going back and forth with his daughters because his daughters is like, "Oh, it's not it's different when it happens to a man." Yeah, he and stands up for Monroe here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's kind of right, but it still comes off a little bit like all Lives matter to me too, you know. Well, like, and it's
3: it's it's an interesting dynamic because we as seasoned TV watchers are so conditioned to not expect legitimate knowledge coming from the doofus patriarch on a show yeah Yeah. and it's like hey for once the like doofus patriarch is actually kind of right about this at least in terms of like shut up men can be raped it's a legitimate crime that deserves attention
2: and however you feel about like at the time how they thought about male rape like it's obvious that Monroe has been traumatized and they seem right. to have very little sympathy for him, you know?
3: Right. Again, just getting just getting back to, like, take the sex out of it. Yeah. They threw him in a van and kept him against his will overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, a terrible thing to have happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's true, too. Like, in our culture, we're very bad at just, like, acknowledging feelings, which is all anyone really wants most of the yeah. time. Like, right. we don't really even need to talk about, like... Comparing male and female rape and statistics, he uh-huh. had some shitty happened to him, and he feels bad about it. Like that's all you really need to know, you know. Just acknowledge that he feels shitty about it.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
4: sorry, the gay guy hit on you well- at the <laughs> <freak> fight. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. <laughs> Load off.
0: I'll apologize uh- for. You can make a list of your comparable.
2: <laughs> We'll spend a whole day of me apologizing.
4: I don't even want to, but thank you. Fair
2: enough. Uh, Yeah, so then Monroe is talking with Mr. Rush, and Mr. Rush is basically like, you have to go to the police. You have to tell him this. And Monroe's like, I don't want to. He's like, you can't be intimidated. You have to talk to him. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the right Right. way to handle a rape victim. It's (laughs) like a (laughs) non-consensual,
0: he's he's forcing him to report the rape, yeah.
4: And Monroe is right to have reservations about the legal system. They don't treat rape victims that well. It's not a fun process. If you don't think it's going to help you, if you don't feel up to it, don't do it. Because there's not that much justice in the justice system, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's certainly something worth discussing and making sure someone truly Mm -hmm. is making the right decision for themselves. But then, like, like demanding one thing or another is...
4: Right. Yeah, yeah Monroe good. gets treated like shit this whole time. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's yeah, just taking—it's
3: just taking his power away from
2: him. Yeah,
3: um, and he says because he tells him that uh, he just wants to forget all about it. Which mm-hmm. I think the one one thing that this episode does kind of well, and it's subtle, is that pretty much what Monroe says in this scene is exactly what you would expect to hear from, like, a woman in this situation. Like, you hear that a lot in terms of, quote-unquote, traditional rape kind of stuff that, you know, I just want to forget this. I want this to be over with. Um, I don't want to be yeah. a joke. I don't want to deal, you know, what will people think of me? Um, he has the exact same kind of reactions that you hear from women a lot. and So it's kind of a decent point in terms of underscoring the, the, the idea that this is still rape that happened to him. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but Monroe's not going to, or Mr. Rush. What's his first name? I don't know. They just called oh. him Mr. Rush. Monroe, Monroe keeps calling him Mr. Rush. So that's all.
3: Henry. Henry Rush.
2: Uh, He he just calls the police anyways and is forced, is going to force Monroe to talk to them. And so the, the police detective who looks like he's out of like a <laughs> film noir movie. Jesus Christ. I know, right?
4: <laughs> Like, the most washing. 70s cop dad
2: ever. Uh, he was like, "All right, who's the victim?" Although I I will give credit that the detective didn't wasn't like put off by the fact that it was a man getting assaulted. No, but
3: woman. he does seem like it's what I was going to He seems like freakishly low-key about this whole thing. Yeah. And I think, I
2: think that he's just supposed to be a gruff police cop who's seen it all and nothing is <laughs> it means anything to him anymore. Yeah, and
3: and some of it is just a it's, you know, some guy they hauled in off the street to play this role. I don't think he's necessarily (laughs) investing a whole lot into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he just seems very just like, I don't know, I had a hard time being like, is this really like how a cop would handle this? I feel like they'd at least like pretend like they cared a little bit more. I know. Well, you'd be
2: surprised. Yeah, I
0: well, I thought the cop... Depends though, on the cop I thought he did a good job of being kind of unfazed by the whole thing. Like, he didn't yeah. question it or anything. He was real kind of matter-of-fact. I mean, he was overly matter-of-fact by the end of it, where he was like, ah, just let it go. No one cares.
4: They don't really make house calls, do they?
3: I wondered about that, too. That felt like a TV convention. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're yeah.
0: not, not going to build a new set.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I think he... and And... To be fair, this is the one time where one of the characters doesn't make a joke out of what happened to Monroe, which is uh, yeah, uh, which refreshing. which
3: kind of makes which kind of makes him the hero of this story in a lot of ways.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we get the uh, joke that he Monroe eventually sees what the ladies look like when they take his blindfold off, but at that point he asks for the blindfold back.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh, because only ugly women rape men.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I thought was fucked up though, actually. When the detective asked Monroe what he was wearing when the uh,
2: <laughs> when those ladies picked him up yeah, it's like, Was it short? Were you showing some knees? <laughs> were,
3: were, your, were your buns hanging out the bottom of your, uh, your shorts there? I your hot buns <laughs> uh, yeah, but...
2: This is also where we learn that they fill the bathtub with jello Ooh. We don't learn much more about that but...
1: <laughs> Did they result to any violence? Were you uh, injured in any way?
3: well they did hurt my shoulder a little when they threw me
2: into the bathtub full of jello jello a bathtub
4: full of jello
3: i'm not sure what that adds to this scenario i'll tell you what it takes
4: away is all the legitimacy from this situation
2: yeah i don't know it was just like i think they just wanted to make a joke and of course the detective was like oh yeah everyone has an mo like every rapist like has their signature calling card but it's, like, He's like jello or tapioca or... yeah oh,
5: even grosser than
0: jello is tapioca
2: <laughs> so you do you, you so you don't like jello is there any like story behind that or is it just something you're not a fan of
0: no i just don't like it yeah <laughs> it's not like i was raped in jello O <laughs> woman
2: What's the
3: what's the dark origin story behind your dismay of Jello?
2: No, I just don't know if you're like one time I ate ten gallons of Jello and I threw up. Throwing up Jello would be weird, right? No,
0: and I'll do like a Jello shot, like I've done yeah. those, because if they're just there, but just I don't know. When I was a kid, they would give you Jello and I ate it and I didn't like it.
2: I don't do gelatin anymore, so I'm kind of with Ryan, I guess. Mm.
4: I like Jello. It's pretty good. There's always room for jell Yeah, I don't like it.
3: I don't like it when it gets that like film on the top, and then you get like the like that that hard on the top. But other than that, I'm I'm a big I like jello.
5: Alright. But, but I mean, you know? I, it's,
3: but it's not like I you know eat it regularly.
0: Yeah, you, you wouldn't fill a bathtub up with it. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, if I was gonna fill
3: a a, a a tub up with food, it wouldn't be jello.
2: What would it be? What would
3: it be? Tacos or like shrimp scampi.
5: Oh, shrimp scampi! Shrimp
2: scampi might work. I feel like you need a tub, like hamburgers or tacos isn't tubble. Yeah, you know? exactly. It like...
3: <laughs> like, all just fall. You just have like a tub full of like falling yeah. apart fixins and stuff. Well, I thought we go with like pudding in a yeah, tub. like that'd
2: chocolate pudding. Delicious. Chocolate yeah, pudding. pudding. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty delicious. Mm-hmm. That, that, that that'd fit a tub pretty well.
4: Very well.
3: The cop says, "Like <laughs> we get this all the time." To which I wrote down, like, really? You really get this all the time? Like, <laughs> even even putting aside, like, the male rape ass, like, what's going on in your city that two women are yeah. throwing men into their vans and kidnapping them that you're like, oh, we get this all the time? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it's the same ladies because they're not pressing charges. They're running amok. They're stealing men from their bikes at night.
2: Because a uh, police officer keeps telling them, don't press charges. He's probably in on it.
4: He probably, right. he probably gets a cut. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to watch
2: because, because, yeah, because in this scene, the police officer just says, "If it's up to me, if I were you, I wouldn't do anything because I'll just get made fun of." If you know, yeah. which I guess is kind of true, but
4: he really just doesn't like paperwork.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I saw, I'm not writing this down.
3: Again, this is where maybe I'm reading too much into this, but that that seems to me like the kind of thing that a lot of. I would suspect a lot of female rape victims probably hear when they do try to find, like, maybe not as blunt as if it were me, I wouldn't even bother, but just sort of being like, well, you know, in these cases, there's usually not a whole lot that we can do because it's blah, 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 so many hours, blah, blah, blah. He's a rich fucker, blah, blah, blah. I word against his, like- Yeah, I think that's the
2: biggest problem in the justice system. It just becomes he said, she said, and when you don't have- Evidence, then it's just really tough to prove. Yeah, you know, you know, what weirded me out too.
0: At the end of when the the cop gets the report and he's leaving, he's like, "Ah, oh, you can't report this. Fuck it." And then he's like, "Have a nice day."
1: alright this poor kid here would wind up going through a worse ordeal than he did last night. But how bad was it,
3: really?
5: <laughs>
3: well, the big one did break
2: my beeper. <laughs> You broke
1: your what? Part of his equipment. <laughs> That's what I figured. Well, have a nice day.
0: I just feel like you shouldn't <laughs> say that to someone at the end of their rape report. I don't know. Like,
3: yeah. Have a <laughs> shitty day. <laughs> well, fuck you.
0: You should just be like sorry about that or you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: Right. Sorry this happened to you or hope sorry I can be your more life helpful.
0: will never be the same because of a traumatic yeah. event. Well,
2: this we did is get a fault. broken beeper slash broken equipment joke.
5: So
3: yeah. I wrote. The studio audience loves this fucking beeper joke. Yeah, they were nuts.
4: Can you imagine being in that audience and just thinking you're going <laughs> to see a normal sitcom? I know. Yeah.
3: And the cop, at one, yes. as the cop's leaving, he's like, well, that's all the info I'll need is he's getting ready to leave. And I'm like, you... You
2: like you know the bare minimum of what happened. I know. Like, that's... You know nothing. Like you can't do anything with this. Like to the point
3: where later in this episode, he, Henry helps him like determine information that proves to be useful. It's like shouldn't that have been the fucking cop doing that in this scene?
0: <laughs> that's true. They do like do their own detective work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah so after the cop leaves, Mister Rush isn't happy because nothing's happening, and he's just like, you know what. He says, like, you know, when this happens to a man, it just isn't taken seriously. And I'm like, well, sometimes it's not taken seriously for women either. But yeah, that's just a whole different problem.
4: Say that for a different episode, David.
0: (laughs) We are not doing a woman gets raped episode.
4: I'll find one.
3: Oh, I I, I, I got a whole list of them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sitcoms?
3: Uh, Not necessarily sitcoms, but TV shows. Degrassi's done it.
0: Oh, we there's not... actually a really good Sopranos episode we could. Do. Oh Nine O Two One O's got
3: at least like six of them. They cover. Really? Like, Want some leap? Oh yeah, from like stranger rape to statutory rape to okay. date rape to you know, all kinds of
0: yeah. I just meant I didn't. We're not doing one that where it's played for laughs. That's all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
3: I, I'd be hard pressed to come up with another sitcom that plays male or female rape <laughs> for laughs. So we
0: can let
4: all us agree. know, listeners. <laughs>
0: We can all agree this is the funniest rape
2: episode of
5: all time.
2: <laughs> uh, so that night, speaking of laughs, uh, Monroe interrupts Mr. Rush while he's getting it on with his wife. Right? What the, what the
4: Oh, go- uh, shit. <laughs>
2: It's
3: me, Monroe. I have to talk to Mr. Rush.
4: No!
2: (laughs) Very specifically, he's plowing his life. Oh, they're gonna
4: do it. He was gonna get it at the beginning. I thought he was gonna get it, and he did. Now, I like about this show is that everyone's fucking. It's a show that fucks.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, everyone gets laid this episode.
3: The what the hell dead. was the goddamn point of this scene? Like,
4: <laughs> Then he <they, they> fucks. <laughs> don't you like to make love to your wife, Austin? But yes. Yeah, you, but what, <laughs> I, I don't understand.
2: Don't you want to make sure that he has a <laughs> healthy sexual relationship with Mrs. Rush? I guess doesn't it bother you when you don't know what their sex life is like
5: like
3: like, I'm trying to think like was this to establish that like all of his parts are in working order to like make sure we understand that the threats legitimate when he almost gets raped later in the
4: episode yes as Chekhov's gun and right also Check off
2: blue balls.
4: <laughs> yes. It shows you the ramifications of male rape, which is sometimes you can get cock blocked when your friends are raped. You have to talk to them instead of plow your old bird.
0: Chekhov's erect penis.
4: <laughs> you know I it's yeah. gotta go off by the so end of the show.
0: That's true. At the end when they try to rape him, he's like, Well, I didn't get to finish fucking my wife. <laughs> Now's the time. That was weird. Yeah, and he like hears through the door.
2: He's like, "Yeah,
4: oh yeah, you like that." Oh. <laughs> and he still knocks on the door, like, "Hey, uh, what about me, though?"
2: Yeah, yeah. I think Ma- well, Monroe's a doofus, I guess. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, to to yeah, to troubling proportions. <laughs> but
3: uh, oh, well, speaking of Monroe being a doofus, uh, uh, the Gruel Orphans looked up his IMDb credits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <clears throat> um, the only notable thing other than uh, his tenor on Too Close for Comfort was that he was Prince Valium in Spaceballs.
4: Oh, okay. oh, shit, I totally remember that. No. I was kind of wondering. He kind of reminded me of Darcy from Married with Children.
3: Like, yeah, kind of that like, yeah. uh, dim-witted himbo sort of thing. Yeah, a himbo. I, yeah. I was like, what's this
4: guy from?
0: But I just kept being like, I think he's just is from this. And I saw it when I was a kid. I mean, he pretty much is just from this. Yeah,
3: okay. <laughs>
2: Uh so like so Mr Rush has to stop plowing his wife to talk to Monroe <laughs> and uh let's talk about Monroe's... that
0: violation
2: <laughs> <laughs> Monroe's Says he wants to press charges And then Mr. Rose is like You heard what the detective says You'll just get embarrassed You shouldn't do that I'm like That's literally the exact <laughs> opposite Of what you said last scene Literally the like the previous Like left. not even yeah. earlier
3: in the episode But like yeah. in the previous
2: scene from this Yeah the end of the previous scene Was you saying he should still, he need, Something need to He was inside done. of his wife <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, My opinion would
0: change too In that circle. Just get out of here It's fine You're fine Just get out of here <laughs> wrap this
3: up (laughs) you come back in two minutes i'll feel bad (laughs) i was just gonna say i'm 72 years old this is only gonna take me another 30 seconds yeah Uh, or a lot longer
0: i'm not
4: sure actually or true it could go the other way let's see let's see how that ages also like he he got shamed by the cop so now he wants vigilante justice and i'm kind of with mr rush on that
2: yeah, yeah, no. Well, he, Mr. then Monroe's like, well, we have to go with vigilante justice, basically. And then Mr. Rush is like, I don't know if we should do that. And he's like, that's what you told me to do. And he's <laughs> like, I guess I did. Let's do this.
4: I'm going to go finish plowing my wife. And then.
0: <laughs> I wrote
4: this down because cause Ted Knight doesn't
0: really, or Monroe doesn't really go for it. I wrote, Ted Knight coerces him towards justice.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So the next scene is them, I guess, in the morning and like Monroe's trying to recreate his kidnapping to know the directions they're taking and then there's hilarious bit about them discussing streets and where the stoplights are. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. we all like that.
4: I thought it was super funny how they opened this scene with Monroe just lying on the table. <laughs> like I'm like, how far is this recreation going to go? <laughs> uh,
2: did you notice uh that they went over they somehow they mentioned two hills, right? Uh huh. <laughs> I was like and the name of the place was Parton and Parton Place or Parton and Parton Place.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like Dolly Parton. Oh,
5: two hills. Oh Two Hills. Oh I didn't
2: get that at all. Ah. Um, mm, 99% uh, sure that's what they were going for. Yeah, no. no.
4: yeah. Also, it was in the Tenderloin District, Andy yeah. must have had Tenderloins after yeah, that, that session.
2: Yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and they, so, long story short, it's not very exciting. They f- figure <laughs> out that, well, we just learned that they told Monroe where they're going. Like, that's yeah. the... At the end of it, he's just like, "Yeah." And then they said we're going to go to the Dixie Arms, and that's where they apparently—that's an apartment complex, I guess. I don't know. That yeah. was pretty frustrating. This... <laughs> like you could have told the detective that, but whatever.
3: Yeah. In so, the, uh... in Monroe's defense, the detective asked literally no follow up
4: questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh,
2: so then they're off to see the ladies, but Monroe grabs a spoon because he wants to eat his way out of the jello this time,
3: just so, in uh, case. Just waka waka. in case they have to eat their way out.
4: That's a weird gag. Like, He thought he was going to get a knife or like a <laughs> can opener.
2: I don't know.
0: It's almost like they're not taking male rape seriously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they arrive at the apartment. They knock on the door. There's a bit about how it's all going to go down. And they're both like scared, basically. And then they knock. And a rather large woman answers the door. And guy- it's the little one. <laughs>
5: Well, look who's back.
1: <laughs> That's
5: her. The little one. Uh,
3: <laughs> hey, so guys, how I mean, how lucky was it for them that these women happened to live behind the door of the first apartment they knocked on? <laughs> no, she was like, "We're going to the arms apartment three
2: M." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All Dixie he said was, "We're going to the
3: Dixie Yard." Like they literally, like, okay, we're gonna knock on. E-. They say at the beginning of the scene, like, we're gonna knock on each door, and if it's the one, you signal, and then I'll know. When like, they no, knock you- on the door. and Wouldn't you well, know it?
2: The first one is the one. Well, no. Austin, you see when you're when you are running a serial rape.
3: Den scheme,
2: right?
4: David would know. <laughs> you need to
2: have the apartment that's closest to the entrance because you don't want to get caught dragging the body down, like, the hall and up a I few I mean, you know, David, that
3: anything. is a fair point. They would probably want the most door-adjacent apartment just so yes. there's less chance of, like, people being like, why do you have this bound and gay stranger with you? Exactly. No, they, they followed the trail of semen.
4: Oh, uh... <laughs> They had him coming the whole time from out the van to inside the apartment. We've done this a lot. I guess.
0: (laughs) You guys, I guess, no, because I I guess you guys must have gotten the syndication version because mine had a (laughs) a scene you didn't see where they just kept knocking on doors. Hey, did you rape me? Oh, no. Sorry to bother you. Oh, excuse me. uh, Sorry, ma'am. Did you rape me? Oh, oh, I'm sorry to bother you. It was like four minutes long.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, so the little one, quote-unquote, opens the door, and she's just like, oh, you're ready to fuck some more? I know, she's like, wait,
0: this is, I think this is why the detective didn't want to go, because he knows what happens. They've been at this a while, and he knows every time he goes over there, he just gets immediately raped. And they're so jovial about raping too.
5: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like it's just, it's played like any other scene in any other sitcom, but it's like yeah. out of Law and Order. It's crazy. Yeah, and they're just
2: like, "Oh, you're back. I guess you liked it or something." And I'm like, "Is this there Does this happen often to them? Where the guys come back? <laughs> or yeah, what? Did they get a lot of repeats?" Yeah.
4: I mean, maybe <laughs> a few. Yeah. Uh.
2: So then, like. Monroe just runs off at that point. He just who hide- can blame it out him? Yeah,
0: <laughs> which is fair. Yeah, that's true.
2: And Mister Rushes goes in, and then he's like forced to sit down, and she sits on his lap, and he's and so I guess she's you just guys, ready and willing for yeah, anybody, no, right?
3: We we see oh, yeah. like like this is the beginnings of him getting raped. Like oh, this, yeah. is, this is a sitcom from 1985 that is <laughs> like the closest any sitcom has ever come to showing like rape on TV.
4: Yeah, the next reel is out-and-out pornography of a certain type. Like, it's so strange that he goes into the apartment. Because this lady, like, immediately overpowers him physically. (laughs) What is he doing?
2: Uh, it's... It's weird, like, she, like she apparently took... she's always in the mood for some raping too. Oh, big time! Like... Yeah, <laughs> I know she wasn't even like, ah, could you come back in an hour? Yeah, she's like, we just had an all nighter last night. I don't know if I'm ready for it again. And they just but...
0: like live in this divey apartment together with one bed. Like, who
3: are these women?
2: <laughs> well, I, to be fair,
3: we don't know that this is where they live. This could just be their rape den but well,
4: they, they, they were there, there. yeah. Because they, they just got done out raping lot. Monroe. <laughs> like, was, like, the other night.
2: They want to stay in the stank for
4: a while? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I'm
3: just saying, like, you know, you're there all night. And so, you know, maybe they were cleaning up from their last, their last victim before heading this home. There was a dark. mop
2: against the wall. <laughs>
4: yeah. Was there really?
2: So no. yeah, so there's a Murphy bed involved, which I don't know. People find funny, I guess. They're always funny. Know. It's a great reveal.
4: <laughs> they're they're great cinematically, and she just like imposes him, yeah, into the Murphy bed, and it's like, yes, he's gonna get it. He is. Uh, this is the moment before his rape.
2: Yeah, and then she calls her partner Monica in, who's the large one, and I'm fairly sure that's a man. Just to... yeah, in a dress.
4: Yeah, it seems that
0: way, which is maybe something else we should talk about, because maybe this is not about women (laughs) raping men after all.
4: That's a whole other thing, and we're even less equipped to talk about that. Maybe it is a woman, and it's a trans woman, but it's just played for laughs, because it's 1972.
5: Yeah, they had, they had
0: some time, yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: or maybe it's just I a psychic.
2: they're both females. They just decided to put him in because he'd be big and. Yeah. Ha ha.
4: And traditionally unattractive. What wop, wop, wop. Yeah. Wap, 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 wap.
2: Yep. Yep. So they cut away, so you assume he's just about to get, like, plowed. He's super know.
4: getting plowed right <laughs> now. Like, <laughs> I don't believe that they rescued him in time at all. Yeah. Can
0: we talk about this,
5: fellas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure.
0: Do you think that you could. Can- Get it up in this incident. Like, how do they seriously? Like, let's
5: just talk about the mechanics. Of this. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's okay, you can laugh. <laughs> I really... Don't laugh at our don't laugh at
3: our pain, Carol. <laughs> but he's funny. Um, right. I get Ryan. Are you asking like in general? Like, is it physically possible? Or are you asking like each of us individually
4: in this exact scenario?
3: I don't
0: want to know about like your boner history. <laughs> thing is that in this incident how like with Monroe even because he said they raped him all night
5: how are they able to get an
0: erection
3: in this situation I would like to think you would like to think that, yes. yeah, <laughs> I would like to think that in that scenario I would have enough presence of mind to like control what my body is
4: doing but meaning you got a boner or you didn't which right. way we just spin it?
3: meaning I'd be okay. like I don't like this I am not like sexually attracted to these women I don't want to do this and that that would right. be enough to overwhelm the biological response that is right. subconscious
5: but if well, you didn't but I don't know worse.
3: right and like that's
0: well have you guys it... ever like for whatever reason like have you ever gone <laughs> to take a piss after something really horrifying happened <laughs> I
2: mean,
0: I guess. That shit is fully retracted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I I understand what you're saying there, right? Yeah, (laughs) no, I know know what you mean. Um, Yeah, but it's just the tip. It's just so much... (laughs) Yeah. I don't... I can't put my... I would think, like, if you just asked me, that if I was put into a very stressful situation where, you know, I'm basically kidnapped and then these people, you know, want me to get a boner that I'd just be so stressed out I wouldn't be able to. But you just don't know, like, if someone puts a gun to your head and says, you gotta get a boner, like... (laughs) David, me and you are gonna get together and figure (laughs) this out. Like, I don't know how that resolves itself. Would my want to survive means I can get myself going? Or would I be so stressed and just like a puddle of goo that... I become a puddle of goo. <laughs> well, I think,
3: the, And I think the other thing, too, as far as, as, like, erections and male rape, it's not just, like, I want to have sex with you now, so stiffen up, buddy. Like, there are things that a rapist can physically do to your penis yeah. to make you erect because it's just, a, it's a physical, subconscious sort of thing where like your penis doesn't know that you're being raped it doesn't care it just has this like sensation that says get ready to push out sperm and so that's what it does do
0: you think so yes, i true. mean under duress like that i just i mean it's a real question what i don't so
3: I'm know. Sa- no it's what i'm saying is i'd like to think that my presence of mind could overcome that but i i don't know that it could and i would not be willing to say that a man who says that i didn't want to have sex but a woman jerked me off until i did i would have i mean i can't say that that's not possible i'm i'm pretty sure a doctor would say it physically is possible
0: well i always feel like i learn interesting things about you austin this has been the most interesting <laughs> <laughs> austin can be jerked off to the point of an erection under any circumstances
3: maybe it can happen <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't know that's one of those things i took a i took a uh (laughs) this is gonna sound terrible i took a rape class in college what Um, yeah it was uh our our first year like freshman year your first semester you had to take they call it a first year seminar it's basically Uh like your your senior seminar but right off the bat so it's all about like putting you in a class with a group of people And it's, like, an intense study on one subject. And it's supposed to be, um, like, help teach you about college as well as the subject. And it's your initial advisor is whoever teaches your first-year seminar and all this kind of crap. And the class that I took was about living in a rape culture and doing things about it and, like, what you can do about all that. And that's, you know, male rape was one of those things he talked about. And it was, you know, made it pretty clear that physically speaking men can get an erection despite having a desire not to have an erection. Mm, okay. That there are Thanks. that there you are things we... that can be done to make witness yeah. respond beyond the power of your mind. You just gotta keep flicking it. <laughs>
4: and you don't <laughs> need an erection to get raped. Let's be creative. Oh, so true. There's yep. plenty yeah. of other mops in the room, you know?
3: Yeah, for, uh, all, for all we know, these ladies were pegging him.
4: Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I just assumed they were. I feel like it would have Gone down a little differently. Sure. In this
3: 1985 sitcom, they would have been very clear about establishing mm -hmm. that they put a strap on and and dicked him in the
2: ass. Wow. Wow.
4: (laughs) I know, it's harsh (laughs) coming from Austin. I'd expect that (laughs) out of any of the rest of us. Yeah. But yeah.
2: Like, like, to piggyback on Austin's point, the article I read basically said that the term, quote, made to penetrate, is something that can happen. And of course, it's not a term we've used very much, but is yeah. a possibility that you're ma- that men are forced to penetrate either a woman nor a man i suppose but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if i'm yeah. gonna just
0: like not talk like a piece of shit for two minutes which is a rarity mm-hmm. for this show um i do think like as we talk about all these things culturally and things that have been coming out uh, in all sorts of ways a lot of what i keep coming back to is like we should teach this in school like oh, yeah.
3: yeah oh absolutely
0: how much, how much math did you learn in school that you don't remember so much almost all of of it it, and it was hard the whole time and we should be teaching like empathy and cultural training you know and how to not treat treat people like shit basically like
4: that should at least be a much bigger part of health class
0: yeah Uh, well and health class should be like every year it shouldn't be like one semester it should be like Mm -hmm. a really fully integrated Um. thing where we're really talking about yeah but see ryan
3: the problem is that right now we're too busy fighting to just let kids be taught. Hey, if you're going to have sex, maybe put a condom on that. That we <laughs> don't even have the time to go any f- any deeper into it yeah. into things like, hey, be sympathetic about rape. Also, maybe don't rape. Here's an idea. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Right and we Maybe. don't want to teach people what abuse is because we're all in abusive relationships with our own country. It's like mm-hmm. we're so backwards we'll never tread water. That's why we need our podcast to teach everybody.
3: I know this is the solution <laughs> is our no, done. fucking, fucking conservative not jobs that are, you know, making it difficult to get even like basic sex 101 taught that yeah. um, you yeah. can't even get to like the more complex like emotional and cultural issues and all that yes. Kind of stuff.
4: Yes. In all seriousness, I do fundamentally believe that if you don't discuss human sexuality, that you leave it open for people to take advantage of it. Oh, each other.
3: absolutely. Totally you fetishize justice. it, you you make it scary, you make it weird. <laughs> all you kinds of all stuff. You give all the
4: power to weird old people who are authorities over you who end uh-huh. up just raping a lot of teenagers. And when
2: you, yeah, and yeah, and basically when you shut down any talk on sex, when People are sexually assaulted. They don't even know what is really right. They cannot even know what happened to them. Basically, yeah. they, they don't know even
3: know like how it. to like verbalize it because yeah, they, they yeah. lack the vocabulary to even describe what happened.
2: You're like, is this just you know, especially when the young younger people, they just don't even know like what somebody did something that didn't feel right, and I don't feel right about it, but I don't even really know.
4: And it felt kind of Wild. good, but it hurt. Yeah, there's yeah, so much yeah. that they're just saddled with. It, it adds insult to injure. if we don't prepare people with adult words what mm-hmm. sexuality is about. Then you can't teach yeah. them consent, which is mm-hmm. tragic. All right, then. So back to being pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: so the reason that uh, that Henry got raped was because when Monroe went out to <laughs> call the cops. Because this was, yeah. like, 1980, so, like, he had to go to a payphone. Yep. He, 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 while in the act of calling, got mugged. Is that right?
0: Yeah. yeah I oh, I missed that part.
2: And I don't, yeah, he gets mugged, and he had to give him his shoes. And, like, I don't, I'm not no, no, big on no, 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 no. victim-related. No, 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 hold on. Hold on, David. He got mugged,
3: and so he didn't have any money. So then he had to sell his shoes to a wino in order to get the money to get home.
4: Which was a dime, not a quarter. And all but a I'm dime.
3: saying is, do these fucking people live in Gotham City? Like he can't, <laughs> like he's going out to the street corner to make a phone call, and he gets mugged, and then has to sell his shoes to yeah, a bino. Yeah, this I is know? like
2: daylight too. I think this is. Yeah, this day. is broad daylight. Well, I, mean, I, I yeah I'm I I'm green. not into victim shaming, but when you get kidnapped and raped one night and then the very next day mugged by a completely separate person, I'm like, what exactly are you
4: doing then? <laughs> Monroe is... could use some mace or something. Yeah, know. it's all
0: just about how shitty the tenderloin is, really. It's <laughs> yeah, I guess really, about yeah. don't go to the tenderloin.
4: Is that I is like that a real how part? It's canon.
3: Yeah, is that a real part of of San Francisco, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: It's like a, a gay district, too, right? Super gay, yeah. Oh, of San Fran, man. yeah. So I like how it's canon for everybody that Henry totally got raped for that long period that he was left <laughs> alone with the rapist after the Murphy uh, yeah, bed came so, up.
2: But then Good. Monroe did call the detective, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so then the detective showed up. So I don't know why they didn't have the detective just there the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. So... Because we couldn't have gotten those rape
3: jokes if we didn't have if we had the detective with us. Yeah, because
2: then we go to the final scene where Mr. Rush just comes back and he's just like, he's with the detective. He's like, "Thank God the detective got there, so this didn't happen for too long," you know. And it was just a little bit of rape, yeah. Wasn't like all night,
4: (laughs) yeah. Like having to Monroe. Uh, and
2: then was there any justice that was? given to the ladies at all or is it just not no? in any
3: specific kind of way i think like i think the result was that oh yeah they're gonna press charges and
2: yeah and, the detective has uh, taken monroe to testify this is like there's awkward staging where monroe leaves with the detective but then comes back in just to say a, like a goodbye to mr rush again and yeah, like, yeah why do you have to leave to come back and say like <laughs> I'm glad to know that you always have my back and then Mr. Amonro's like, no, I don't, you're fucked next time.
3: Yeah, and all... so...
0: <laughs> it's a weird narrative, too, if you break it down. It's like, he gets raped, he yeah. comes home, they report it, and the detective's like, ah, whatever. And then <laughs> they just go to where the women are for no real reason. Yeah, to and then confront they them. Just... For... <laughs> and then they just call the detective again. <laughs> and then it's like still the same scenario the detective described earlier, where it's going to be the newspapers and he, his word versus hers. Like it's not like they went and got evidence at the apartment or something.
4: Well, now that two people have been raped by these ladies, they have a That's stronger true. case.
3: That's yeah, true. now it's two. Now it's two on two instead of one on two.
0: That's why Ted Knight had to get raped,
4: right? And he's going to be mining that for his political cartoons for like years. It's yep. just to be rape after rape after rape in those comics. That's, what,
0: that's like that weird era of Garfield, I guess. You
3: know, <laughs> or or, or John, Mallard the or duck. John, John's getting raped all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know the rape years of Garfield. Those, those <laughs> were some <laughs> of the best years. Um. Yeah. John was kind of. He he had a, an unhealthy relationship with the with what was with the vet, Liz? right? Yeah. Liz. Yeah. Liz. Yeah. That was pretty. That was. That was one of those things that hasn't aged well. Um no, so they like they totally just undermine a, a quasi touching moment for that closing joke. Like they need it's I felt like they needed to like reestablish the premise of the show that Monroe is kind of a doofus and Henry sort of half acidly puts up with him with the whole like Thanks, I'm I'm good it's good to know I've got your back. Like, You got that wrong, dumbass. <laughs> 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 oh. Mr. Rush? I want to thank you for your support. You know, this experience has taught me a very valuable lesson. And it's nice to know that if I ever get in trouble again, you'll be right there beside me to see me through no matter how rough it might be.
1: It's nice to know you feel that way, Monroe.
3: Well, I certainly do. But
1: you're not even close.
3: It was like a callback to when Monroe was
4: when Henry was like, oh, i always thought you'd be a man who'd pursue justice when you got raped by women, and Monroe was like, well, you were wrong, dude. It was a callback to that, but also maybe just, like, Henry has to reclaim his masculine dominance after also being I raped. I
3: guess, because, I mean, this, yeah. like, all else aside, this episode kind of did show that Henry's got his back, and that he did, you know, help him out with this, and, but then they just completely sell that all short so that they can get their, their closing laugh line in.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that's how it ends. <laughs> I don't know. uh the snapped. way it <laughs> ends. Yeah. Um, Ryan? Yeah. What, uh, did you learn anything? What do you think of this episode?
5: Well,
0: I learned you can only hide in a Murphy bed for so long.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think that this episode was fucked. <laughs> I, mean, I think, and it's just uh, I mean, I feel like three quarters of the time, at least it's like these special episodes. It's like, it don't, they, they sort of tried and they shouldn't have even tried. And this is like, I don't even know if they tried. Like when they pitched the episode, I don't know if they were like, Hey guys, this is a serious issue and we should do an episode about it. Or if they were like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Monroe got raped by two women? Like, I don't even oh, know I'm, what they were thinking. Oh, at Ryan,
3: all. I am, I am nearly certain that this got pitched as, wouldn't it be hilarious if Monroe got raped and then someone went, yeah, by two women, yeah, and we'll make him really big and unattractive and fat? It'll be hilarious. And then somewhere along the way, somebody was like, "Well, maybe we should make a also make a point about how male rape is a thing that actually happens and needs to be taken seriously." Like, yeah, 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 we'll do that too. We'll shoehorn that in there.
2: I believe the opposite, though. You, you really, do. you I'm... think they
3: set out to do what? a very special episode?
2: My instinct on this, and it's probably way out, it, it feels like one of the writers or something read an article or something about male rape. And they're like, hmm, this is an issue no one's talking about. And they decide to go yeah. forward with it and be like, I think we should really address an issue that no one's talking about. And then they start writing the episode, but they're sitcom writers, and they're just right. like, well, we got to make it funny. And so then they just start putting in jokes about it, and half the writer's room probably just doesn't, finds the whole thing funny anyways and then it just devolves into what we got just I I think I think they went in trying to have this be a very special episode but
0: yeah I can see that I mean I really don't know I that makes sense to me Yeah it no I can it makes more see that. sense than them just thinking it was funny after of that
2: Yeah
3: Yeah I guess so. I would say I guess this is my my final thoughts um Considering some of the subjects that we've covered in these episodes, um, up to and including child molestation, I feel like this is the this is a subject that is most underserved by being presented in a sitcom, where like the the subject matter is just completely undercut by the constant need to wing in some jokes and some laugh lines to get the studio audience well, involved
2: yeah well, like when we look at the bicycle man, they had the decency quote to at least just it was mostly straight without a whole lot of jokes like, right, and when there, I'm there not were jokes they didn't have any jokes, but yeah,
3: right, and when there were jokes, they weren't jokes at the expense of Arnold, and they weren't jokes at the expense mm-hmm. of they weren't like ha ha, child molesters sure are funny ah. <laughs> whereas
5: this yeah. one
3: whereas this one almost literally is like ha ha, these male rapists are funny.' Because they're traditionally unattractive and are overpowering a man. And so it's like
0: definitely the the jokiest special episode we've done where there's not even like a two minute period where they're not making light of there's like no
5: point where they like reel it in at all.
3: Usually my my instinct with these is to, you know, ding them for for not being, you know, for, for inelegance in the storytelling, but at least they in doing so they brought like an important issue to light. But here I feel like they're doing more harm than good, I guess, even though it's a it's an issue that's worthy of discussion and being talked about.
4: Yeah, this is maybe the least special of all special episodes we've done because we don't know about the intentionality, but. Then the episode is very special because it's kind of
5: fucking hilarious.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh, I learned that I'm a bad person and I'm just as big of a jerk as an '80s laugh track. You and just that...
0: learned that.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well,
0: then this is a very special episode.
4: <laughs> I learned that I failed my friends when they get molested at the beach, or just I molested. Just oh because, yeah, it's you know. My... There is a double uh, standard, and uh, it's good to be aware of that, and it's good to try to unpack it ahead of time before you hurt people you love. Yeah,
3: yeah. My corollary to what my, what I learned is a corollary to Ryan's mm-hmm. learning, which is that apparently rapists really like Murphy beds. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Well, everyone likes Murphy beds.
4: <laughs> 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 Haven't you seen that every Murphy bed is endorsed by a rapist, like good for raping?
3: <laughs> so I always wonder. Because I think it's, I think it might be like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where the yeah. the Murphy bed is is like a, a, a bank of like file cabinets, like drawers or whatever. Huh. And, and obviously, like the front row is is not legit because that's where the legs fold out. But I always wonder if if the uh, the other drawers in
2: the Murphy bed wall are functional.
4: Let's look into that.
2: Yeah at the rural then mm-hmm. so i i learned what an episode of too close for comfort looks like <laughs> <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs> i learned all that stuff about all these characters
2: <laughs> and sounds like
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're all like this david yeah <laughs> 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 and uh yeah and then my analysis uh, is pretty much the same as everybody it's like it feels like if they're trying to prove a point to say a point the point they wanted to make was that male rape is a some, a serious thing that happens and that a lot of the reason it's like underreported is that people make light of it and makes jokes about it.
3: Or even fail to acknowledge that it can even happen.
2: Yeah. And when you make an epi- entire episode devoted to making fun of it and making light of it, you're kind of defeating the message you're trying to send <laughs> and you're doing more harm than good when you when you're like... Male rape's a serious thing that, you know, we shouldn't make light of. Now let's ma- make light of it the entire time and not let up. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Which we also just did.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry! But, but we, there's few moments in there where we at least... Acknowledge the gravity. It. Yeah. yeah, the
3: gravity of the situation. Hey, we also we also learned that uh, that Ted Knight has a healthy sex life with his wife. He yeah.
2: be
4: fucking.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed they yeah, seem they like you. they were into it.
4: Good on him. His dick's not retired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's why they call him
2: Ted all night. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see so you wanted to read an email.
3: Oh yeah, we got a we got an email. Um, good an, Lord, e- really? An, e- yeah, yeah. an email with uh, with legitimate content in it. About this episode, episode,
4: about how wrong yeah, no, we not, are. I'm sorry. No, this it one, was like, uh, I had to get,
0: by, get in a time machine and travel to the past <laughs> to warn you not to
3: do the male rape episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucked up. Um, This was sent, uh, I believe, in the wake of our Married with Children episode. I yeah. Um, in which, if you'll recall, I discussed my uh, my history of check floating and financial oh, impropriety, yeah. oh, and yeah. getting a treat when you go to the store. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and how and how my mom like fucked me up in terms of uh, my finances in the future by creating skewed uh, reward systems in my head. Uh, yeah. So this is from this is from Andy. Uh, he's one of the River City guys. Andy Capolish. Oh, yeah. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because, you know, I just see him on Facebook. I don't know how the fuck he says his last name. Um, says, uh, Re Austin's action figure budget. What the fuck, <laughs> you all? That was some mean stuff busting on my boy <laughs> like that. Austin is a champion, and you all took him to task just for wanting to buy some Boba Fett's? Rude. Austin's an icon. And I'm glad he's doing better financially. I also have run that scam, too, but my family does it because we are super poor. Shame on everyone, elitists. I hope your Grey Poupon expires and your butler forgets to check the date, so you end up getting embarrassed in front of Robin Leach, golden (laughs) parachute-ass snobs. I really enjoy your show and I'm thankful for all the laughs you gave me while stuck at work this year. Free Austin, Wolfman Cap.
4: (laughs) That's fair. Did you see there was just a couple online and the guy buys so many of those little figurines that he had to, like, write out a budget for it and he has, like, all the rules... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they both yeah. had to sign it.
2: <laughs> Where you could only spend $30 a month on Funko Pops, unless it was a special week and convention. Right,
4: he had all if these special watch. conditions written into it. Yeah, um, that's, how, exactly. that's
3: how David and I learned that my brother has like a, a burning hatred of Funko Pops.
4: I kind of hate them, but then sometimes they're good.
2: Austin has Funko Pops on his desk, so I, had to I have two. I have, have two
3: Funko Pops on my desk at work. What are they? Are they Star Wars? It's uh, Jar Jar and Padme, uh, and they're fucking. They're actually, uh, they're X Men. It's Cyclops and Cable. All
4: right. Yeah. Does Cable have pouches?
3: Yes, they both have pouches. Okay, it's, great. It's, it's Jim Lee it's Cyclops, Cyclops, so they both have pouches.
0: It's Cyclops and his son,
4: who's
3: older than him, exactly. <laughs> in 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 classic X Men fashion. Yeah,
2: comics.
4: Well, that's a legit email, and I'm sorry that I made fun of Austin for check-scamming. So <laughs> a why, why, nothing. Why,
0: why did you want to read that email,
3: Austin? <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was important that we let our fans' voices be heard, Ryan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I will say, having my Grey coupon expire is one of my greatest nightmares. <laughs>
4: oh. Hashtag first-world problems. That You're is, gonna be knocking on limo doors. Yeah. Tap, tap,
2: yeah, tap. I'm gonna embarrass myself in front of Robin Leach and... <laughs>
0: live? there's no way. <laughs> I was gonna ask that. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up while you while we promote ourselves. Uh,
2: yeah, Carolyn, where can we find you online?
4: You can find me at carolynmain.com, Carolyn Main on Twitter, Carolyn Main on Facebook, and you can listen to my other podcast, Pitch Please, also on the River City Podcast Federation and pitchplease.fun. You can buy a card deck and eventually an Amazon. You know, have to do a thing, but yeah, uh, Carolyn Main, C A R O L Y N main like the Street and pitch please dot fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Austin?
3: Uh you can find me on Twitter and help me buy Boba Fett Action Figures at Austin <laughs> Martin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh
3: you can read my writing at the real of dot com.
2: Ryan.
0: You can find me hanging out with Robin Leach because he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> at my wow. website oh yes very nice dot com o h y e s very nice dot com that's also my uh instagram and twitter uh although i have i have decided recently that the less i look at those things, the better i feel deep down inside <laughs> so i'm i'm using them
2: even less that's all uh you can find me on Twitter at Dr. bits that's a doctor spelled out, and at the real com. We are a very special episode podcast. Part of the River City Podcast <laughs> Federation. Uh you can rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Uh, You can follow the show on Twitter at AVSEpod. You can check out our Facebook page and talk about how insensitive we are about male rape, and you'd be right. And we'd have no defense for that.
4: And just
3: everything, I mean, everything in general.
4: We tried, man. (laughs) I tried a little for a while until I didn't.
2: And you can email us at avsepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com, but only if you stop complimenting Austin. I don't want any more complimentary Austin emails. Let's get
0: some anti-Austin emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: The, the key
2: to getting your email
3: right on air is compliment Austin. We're, we're
0: sending out mixed signals right now.
2: So, for a very special episode podcast, I'm David Bittanoffer, and I'm, a, I'm about to sleep in my Murphy bed.
4: Yeah. <laughs> See how long that protects. All right, everybody. Rape you later. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's not
0: insensitive. <laughs> that was after. I'm assuming that won't be in
5: the thing. Mm,
4: right. Bad assumption. <laughs> I'm not editing it, but bad assumption.
2: <laughs> it is a bad assumption.
1: That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe. Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons, oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time, on a very special episode City Podcast Federation.
5: Double double your refreshment Double Double Your enjoyment. i oh, not single gum,
1: double fashions your mouth like double mid, double mid gum Double
5: double your refreshment. Double, double your I'm oh, no single gum. Double fresh your mouth like. Double fresh, double good. Come on and double it. Double mint, double mint. Gum. There's no single gum like it. All right, everybody.
0: <laughs> Rape you later. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, that's not insensitive. <laughs> that was after. I'm assuming that won't be in
5: the thing. Mm,
4: bad assumption. <laughs> I'm not editing it, but bad assumption.
2: <laughs> it is a bad assumption. <laughs>
4: <laughs> rape you later. <laughs> <laughs>
5: so bad
4: our
3: new sign (laughs) (laughs) this is David Benzober for a very special episode saying rape you later
4: (laughs) (laughs) now we've all said it except David Uh, so he'll be the only good one